a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is. Performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. And it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty. Yep. And our transmission expert, any questions you've got for us, let us know, 303-477-5600. The text line as well, 307-200-8222. You can text us any questions you've got as well. We can answer them that way also. Ray in Littleton, though, is first this hour. Go ahead, Ray. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a 2004 Acura MDX, and uh, it has a limited slip uh, rear end, and they... his manual says change it every 35,000 miles. Mm-hmm. My question is, I only drive the car about 5,000 miles a year. Okay. And, and we're going on three years coming up the first year. Should I, should I change it just because of time? Um, How is the car stored? In the garage. Okay, so you're in the garage? No, I wouldn't worry about it. Your, your chance well, just, of having any kind of yeah, and the reason why I ask for everybody that's listening, you're, you're saying why why does it matter where you store? Well, if you're in a little bit more of a temperature controlled area where you're not going to have the condensation buildup that normally happens in you know any kind of a metal object, you get condensation that can that can you know from the high temperature changes. So if you're stored outside where you can be you know zero or below zero in the winter time and in the summertime be all the way up into the hundreds, yeah, that's a big factor. If you're in a garage where you know it's within a 20, 25 degree temperature range almost all the time, uh, n- no need to worry about anything on the on the differentials that way, Ray, at all. Okay, that's really great. Your mileage is going to be a bigger factor than time. And if you don't do a bunch of off-roading exactly. or you're anything not, like you that, you're, boat, not, you're not backing in the water, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, thank you, Jeff, for mentioning that because yeah, you're not, the, you're the not working is, those yeah, clutches. Yeah, the exception is if you're loading, you know, you're on the boat dock and different things like that, which some folks even with those vehicles can do, you know, even even some of the smaller, uh, you know, uh, pontoon boats, you know, the, 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 what am I trying to say here, the fishing boats, you know, the we used to call them belly boats, they're not called that anymore, the little pontoon boats. I mean, some guys will still launch those and stuff, Ray. If you're that guy, then yeah, that's a whole different world. But if yeah. you're just using it regularly and it's stored in the garage, yeah, you're fine. Thank you so much, gentlemen. You're Love very your welcome, show. Ray. No, appreciate mm-hmm. it. And glad, Jeff, thank you for catching that, because, yeah, I didn't want to make a blanket statement for... If you're somebody that's driving, little, you just uh, never know. Well, no, if you're driving, you know, a short amount of miles, but you're backing a boat in all summer long, then yeah, that's changing everything. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Russ and Littleton, you're up, sir. Hey, uh, hi, John. I love the show. Thank you. I have a '99 Forerunner. It's a five-speed manual. Uh, it's lifted a little bit. It's my plane in the mountains car. Okay. And in the spring. Uh, this last spring, I was the back end was flexed far enough so that the pat- driver's side rear coil spring actually popped out of place. Yeah, used to happen on those. Yeah, and it and it bent the upper control arm, which I'm replacing today. Okay. And it also did something to the 
wiring or something to the rear lockers. Because when it's on a lift at the shop, it locks right up. But when it's sitting in the street, it doesn't lock. Any thought is it, is it being energized when it's down, or can you tell? Well, the, the you know the lights are blinking like it's trying to do it, but it's not. It's not engaging. Did you? And as soon as they put it up on the lift, they click the button and it pops right in. Okay, when you've had it on the ground, have you tried pulling it forward to see if it engages or backwards? Yep. yep. Yep, yep. And doesn't happen that way? Doesn't happen at all. Nope, doesn't happen. What about on dirt? Nah, I haven't tried it on dirt. Where, you're, where you know, you've got, because what's happening in the air, there's no friction on it. There's no yeah. there's no load on it in the air. So it's I'm not so much thinking that it's because of the wiring, just so much that there's no load on it, and it's got the ability to slip in easier when it's on the rack, where when it's on the ground, it's got... It's got stress on it, you know. It's it's got, right. uh, uh, you know, um, uh, a binding is what I'm really Something trying to say. Some isn't lined up, yeah, right? There's some binding going on, and on dirt, you don't have that. Okay. Have you tried driving it 15, 20 feet to see if it'll engage? Yeah, I, mean, I drove it all around the parking lot of the shop. Just, okay, you know, wouldn't little, wouldn't little, engage little. it. Still, though, you're still on quite a bit of stress. Although you'd think going around the corners, the differential is working. Something should, if you if you take a corner, you know you, the the spider right. gears are engaging, and it should try to engage at that point, I would think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the only other thing it would be to do would be to take and make sure, you know, put a meter or something on it, which I know is really hard to do, but to see if that signal is, in fact, you know, because you know how that works off the magnet, you know, to see if that's actually yeah. magnetizing or not. Uh, right. The other thing you might do is you might try popping one wheel up off the ground with a jack. Yeah, I, I was thinking of that, uh, too. And see if it see so if it locks the, so in. So that you're, you know, yeah, so that it's it's not. So it's it, not hanging. So it's not hanging. Yes, yeah. thank you. You're using the right words. Yes, I, I don't want the diff hanging. I want it still up underneath the, the car like it's supposed to be. Right. So to Jeff's point, just lift one side up and see if it engages. And see if it engages. Right. If not, you okay. might you might have a wire you pulled. You might have one, yeah. Or, or a connection or, issue or something like that. Okay. You right. could always, as you that. know, they make keepers for that coil spring so that doesn't yeah. happen again. Yeah, yeah, it actually it has new coil springs and it has keepers. There on you it, go. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, love that car though. Goes anywhere. No, no, those are great cars, especially that year. Those are is that what engines in that one? Uh the six cylinder. Okay. Yeah. So a good vehicle. Those are great. Those those, those were lighter. I, I I still like those better than some these. To me, the new ones are way too heavy, Russ. It's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I have a I have an O nine as well. The only reason I bought the O nine is so the nine nine would last longer. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. In fact, the 09 has 240,000 and the 99 only has 220,000. Good good job. Go. No, I mean as you know that that 99 I, one of probably one of the if not one of, you know, if not the best, you know, series of years for forerunner I think, Russ. I go up things all the time, and then the top people say, you came up that and that? Yeah. I, the, and, yeah. I, and nothing, again, not, as I said earlier, nothing against the new ones. I just feel like, and, and you're, you're like a forerunner, you would know this better than anyone's. I feel like most of the people that own new ones will never do with it what it's even intended to do. Well, it's not even intended. If you look at them, I mean, making a plastic taillight or headlight stick out from the corner, does, that's not a four-wheeler no, car. No, it's not. You're correct. They're, 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 they become, they or, become you know, man-bun grocery getters. Sorry, but that's yeah, what they yeah. are. You're gonna. I've taken out the corner lights on the '99. Right. I can't imagine if right. they were sticking out too. Exactly. Inches. No. Exactly. Yeah. Great point. Thank you. Spot on, Russ. I'll no. Appreciate it very much. Thanks. Thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it very much. Three zero three four seven seven five six zero zero is our number. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air. 
And uh, we got a couple lines open, by the way, 303-477-5600. Text line, I don't say that enough, because you can text us. If you're listening to a replay, by the way, of any time ever, you can always text us, even if we're not here. 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. Steve, what's going on? Good afternoon, sir. John, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Just a couple quick thoughts on a not just an issue. The number one thing is, I think when your caller's mentioned it's inert but the big key is it is less susceptible to the temperature changes right yeah so, it's more stable right that's a better way is that is that a good way to say it? it's, it's more stable yeah. i don't know if it's the porosity of the rubber but uh, you don't have the temperature change variations in pressure right but do you remember from way back in high school what the formula is for when a tire will hydroplane no well I made sure and teach it to my daughter, who's been driving about six years. But you take the square root of the tire pressure times 10. Most tires are around 36, so that's 60 miles an hour. But uh, it's absolutely mandatory to use nitrogen on fun jet aircraft tires, which are more like 140 pounds PSI. Mm. And it turns out to be, obviously, the square root of that is 12 times 10 is 120. But it's good to know when you've got standing water when you can expect that the tires will hydroplane. Hmm. Hmm. But, you know, I, I agree, didn't, I I, you know what, I, I'm sorry, I didn't remember that. I'm glad you re- refreshed our memory because I didn't know that. It's just some screwy thing that's stuck in my brain. Oh, but nice. anyway, uh, on the TPMS, I've noticed that too on uh, C300. If it's off like even a pound yep. or two, and of course, on the readout, it gives you the readout of all four tires. And it, it just, that thing will go off if there's even like a two or three pound differential. So, hmm. Anyway, my, my question was, and by the way, on the Ben's deal, I don't get this. Ben spent a year and a half to figure out how to do the recall on the pressure sensor on the passenger seat, whereas other manufacturers got it done right away because a lot of people were beat up and killed over it. Right. Don't understand that. I don't either. That one, you, you'd have to tell me on that one. I don't know either. I don't know. But my, my question for you is, what do you think about having these other shops do the required maintenance, like A1 checks that are various miles, you know, 30, 60, 90? What do you think about having independent shops do that versus the dealer? Because the dealers really get into your wallet. I would always do the independence because, yeah. again, the thing that the dealers do is they're they're going off of what their – recommendations are and or some slight modification to that and you're always going to spend more money where an an independent what they're doing and all of our guys do this is they're looking at the vehicle bumper to bumper they're going to make recommendations at each one of those mileage intervals and telling you what is needed and or steve what's upcoming and they're also going to say listen hey yeah we we know we need to do this now but you know let's face it if you want to wait till the next oil change to do this and you want to budget it feel free to do so. Dealer's not going to do that. They're just going to tell you flat out you need to do all of this at one time. An independent can even stagger those services for you, which a dealer typically won't do. Well, we had a pretty good experience with one of the independents that is, that is a bunch of them up and down from our Christian boaters. And they just, you know, did the printout on the A1 check, on the C300, and they said you probably ought to do the transmission fluid change, which we did later. They couldn't do it that day. But uh, I was impressed with them. What What is your impression of Christian Brothers? I, you know, I have no issues with those guys. I don't know them personally at all. Don't know. Those are franchised locations. Each one's independently owned and operated. The way that got started out of Texas is, you know, a guy had an idea to franchise, and I don't nothing against them at all. 
And what they do is they find an owner-operator that will put skin in the game. They go in and build a building for the operator. They agree to a certain amount of you know, years lease back and so on and so forth. And in some cases, those are sold on the open market where somebody, you know, an investor, you, anybody else could go in and buy that building. And they, they would then be your tenant. But they find some folks that will put some skin in the game. And then they give them all the systems needed to run a repair shop the way it's supposed to be run. Again, not, not against them. I just don't know any of them personally. Well, I've been fairly impressed with them, and I've used them for both pre-purchase and uh, scheduled maintenance. But they seem to be a heck of a lot better than dealers. So, oh, I, any time I, I would do that any day of the week. Yeah, yep. by all means, yes. On your transmission issue, you had a gentleman earlier. I don't know what's going on in Boulder, I and mean, we probably talked about this a while back. But daughter's 08 Jetta. She calls me up, Dad. Car's dead. I said, "We'll get it towed to a AAA shop." She's in Boulder. She gets a towed there, and you know what they wanted for a transmission on an 08 Jetta? How much? Ten grand. Car's worth eight. Yeah, at that worth, time, not worth that. So I had a tow down here, got done for four, but you know that's a huge, huge differential. Yeah, and that is the number one consumer complaint with BBB is car purchase and service followed by contractors. Yep, yep, it is. Then Dennis. Have a good one. You bet, Steve. Yep. No, we, we are always at, the, unfortunately, we are always at the top. Bill, Firestone, hang tight. Couple lines open, 303-477-5600. Drive radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. 
Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it very much. Bill and Firestone, thanks for holding on over the break. What can we do for you? Hi there, guys. Thanks for uh, listening to me. You're welcome. Uh, I have a 2000 Nissan Frontier with the four-cylinder engine in it, and it has a check engine light on that um, AutoZone tells me was a mass airflow sensor. Okay. And what the truck is doing, one time I'll start it up. It's just kind of a backup vehicle. It'll run fantastic. Next time, uh, it'll, it'll start up. It'll run really rough, and then it'll rev high, and then just stop. And then I'll have to, you know, keep starting it, stopping it, use my left foot on the brake, right foot on the gas, like to get it back to the house. Mm-hmm. Not sure what's going on with it. And, and strangely, uh, in the middle of all this, it needed a new battery, put the new battery in. The check engine light went off. It somehow passed emission. And then the light went came back on after the uh, after the check there. Okay. How many miles are on it? I don't know if you said. Two hundred twenty-three thousand. And has it ever had a sensor in it? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I bought it used. Um, so you don't sure. know. Okay, you don't know. Um, those on in oath in two thousand. That one you could try to clean first before you do anything else to it. And there's mass airflow sensor specific cleaner. And you could do this yourself, Bill. It's not that hard. Just go down to Napa, buy the cleaner, take it out, clean it. Don't touch it if you can keep from doing it. Do not put anything on it, rag, anything don't along those lines. Don't try to wipe it off. Yeah, don't wipe it. Does. All you're going to do is use the cleaner, spray it, clean it, and then put it back in. Okay. And you could try that first to see if it does anything. Um, given that it's a backup vehicle, I mean, you know, given the fact you know how to drive it, even if it acts up, try that first and see what it does. Okay. Are any of the wires broken at the connector? Great question. Yeah. Not that I have noticed. Cracked, broken, frayed, cracked. Yeah, anything like that. Okay, I will check for that as well. Yeah, you might look at that because if I remember right, we've had a couple of those that came in with cracked wires, and they ground out against each other or short out. Well, that sounds great. Yeah, look okay. at that first. And, and again, given that that's a 2000, yeah, you, you could clean that one. A lot of the newer ones, the reason I ask everybody, 
that's listening so that you, know, you all know the reason you ask is a lot of the newer ones you just don't want to mess with period even cleaning but that one's old enough where yeah you could clean yeah. and the new ones are self-cleaning too where that one sort of is bill but they weren't as efficient as the new ones are now okay so if the cleaning doesn't work still do it then you suggest replacing it I think, I, well, check the wires, as Jeff said, as well. And if not, yep. then yes, replace it. Well, I thank you, guys. Appreciate it. You're very okay. welcome, Bill. Appreciate the phone call and see if we can help you out there as well. Mark in Denver, you're next. Go ahead, Mark. How are you gentlemen today? Good. Good. How are you, sir? You know what I call a forerunner? I call it a four-walker because it's so slow. All right, they are slow. They are. Unless you get a supercharged unit, they are slow. Or a V8 one, which are pretty rare. The V8 rare. ones so are very rare. Very rare, but very nice if you can find one. If you can find one. So, John, after all these years, I'm going to put a new motor in my 2003 Tahoe. And we found a factory crate motor at a dealership in Kentucky. Okay. Sealed in plastic. Okay. So, my question to you is this, and then it gets a 36,000 three-year warranty versus Jasper. Your thoughts? Um... I mean, the factory General Motors motor with serial numbers, identification. Who's putting it in? I don't care about the money. Uh, I'm having my private shop put it in. Okay. We've already talked about the transferables. I've I've dealt with this guy for 35 years. Uh, It's not not a matter of competency. It's a matter of uh, the right person, the right job. I don't want to go to the dealer for this. I asked him specifically about him putting the motor in with the, the transferable warranty. Um, How many miles are you going to put on it a year? Well, I've got 228,000 on my old towel. I bought a brand new car trailer. I'm going to do my first voyage tomorrow. When I towed it back and forth back to my storage in Bennett, you know, the motor's just lost compression. I mean, it runs good, but it's just getting tired. And I don't want to give up this old Tahoe, and I'm going to spend between all the components fourteen grand. I don't care about the money. I want dependability. So, so dumb. Okay, so two questions on my part. How old is this engine you found at the dealership? Because there's been uh, upgrades to those engines over the years, is why I'm asking how old it actually is. Well, then I'm gonna defer that question. I don't know about the upgrades. I, I, don't I would, I would want to know how old. In other words, when was that engine? If it's old stock, was it? 2004, 2005, 2010. You know, when was that engine actually built? The other question I'd have for you is. Why are you not just going to the GM Performance website, picking out an upgraded engine with a little more performance, and going that route? And uh, that's another question. I thought about that too. I'm not looking for. If you're going to go through all of this hassle, you know, why not add a little extra horsepower and go that route? Same warranty. Yeah, you're not changing anything that way. What am I looking at for numbers? That I don't know. I've not priced a GM performance engine in quite some time, so that one I can't answer. I don't know, Mark. I mean, it's an it's an SUV. I'm going to hunt with, toll with a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for. Understand? You know anything, anything over the top. I'm looking for more dependability. I don't. You you could probably gain a hundred horsepower and not change any of what you just said. Well, that's a good point. I didn't consider that. And and really, you know, honest, got, at the end of the day, still have solid performance, have everything work well, yep. and so on, and you know, still have you know warranty and all of that. Again, just something to think about. I, again, I, I not telling you what to do or not do, I, and I'm not opposed to the engine that you found, depending upon how old it actually is. That's a question I'll be talking about Monday, and it could have enough upgrades. I mean, I'm driving my 2018 now, 
I think it came with 295 originally in 2003, and I think the one I'm driving right now has got 355. And there's a significant difference. Yes. But we're dealing with an eight-speed transmission versus a four-speed transmission. True, yeah. but the engine Different itself has too. the engine itself does have more power. Yeah, the late model and the, the one in your later model Tahoe's just got more power. Period. Right, but the transmissions are different then too. They yeah. are, but you you you'd be surprised. The engine itself, there's there is a significant difference there, for sure. So it's just, I mean, again, food for thought. And knowing how long you're going to keep the old one, and you know, given the and, and by the way, even on the resale side, you put a factory, you know, a, a factory performance engine in it. You've just increased the value of the vehicle as well. Interesting, you said that because I called my insurance company. They're going to give me an additional $10,000 worth of coverage because I complained if somebody runs into me, am I going to get any money? Mm -hmm. They said to me, all you need to do is take pictures of the, the crate motor and an installed and a picture of the invoice for $14 a month. They're going to give me an, an additional 10000 in coverage plus the cost of the vehicle. Gotcha. Yep. I mean, by but, the way, you know, that's, know, is that's, that, that's an old 5.3 that's in that old Tahoe, right? That's correct. Same one I'm driving right now is a yeah. five three. You can do the six liter, the six two. I mean, you've got you've got f several options on how you could do that, Mark. Doesn't that change the computer setup though? Uh, most of them will give you what you need to reprogram and still make your current computer work with that. Those are easy conversions. Those have been those have been going on now for quite some time. Well, you just give me some more confusion, John. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. You know, it's only fourteen grand. That's all it is. Uh, you know, and no offense, at that point, and you know, you may not find on a crate engine, given all the circumstances, it may not change things. Maybe, uh, maybe not at all, or maybe a couple of grand. But if that's all it is, it's worth looking at. That's a possibility. Like I said, I'm looking. It's my hunting vehicle. It's a ski vehicle. I'm not looking for ultimate performance. Uh, I'm looking more for dependability. Right. That's all I care about. But you know, if you can get up the mountain a little faster and do things that you want to do that way, then. You know, and again, as we go down this path, how long will some of these things be available? I don't know. Have you have you had any work work done on the transmission or transfer case? Uh, that's a good point too. I and I deferred uh, the last transmission services was one hundred fifty thousand. I would have done that before two twenty eight by a mile. Now that I've got this trailer too, but I said to myself, this transmission now to me is expendable because I'm going to replace the powertrain. So I have I have deferred the maintenance on that. Well, the only thing I'm getting at is, is if you're going to do the engine, transmission transfer case would be just a little bit more on top of that. We're doing the whole thing. Yeah, we're doing that too. Okay. Yeah. That's the four. That's the fourteen grand. Okay. So I don't like I said I'm emotionally attached to this whole thing. Sure. It's been all it. over the west hunting and east hunting pheasant. <laughs> And, and I'll tell you what, I like that old truck better than what I'm driving right now in a lot of ways. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's a, no. it's a, it's a simpler vehicle to drive. Yeah, it's, it's got the barn simpler. doors, all that. No, I, I hear you. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You may, maybe yeah, you look it, at this a little differently, even. You know, it's if you had something this long, does it uh, financially make sense to keep it? Probably not. But then, given the used car market, and you're the original owner with the original receipts and purchase order, right? It does um, to you, yeah. Value there for sure. Yeah, it does to me, and I, I actually like the looks of the old one better, the old one than the new one. Right there, you go again, and, and you've got several different options on the performance side as to what you could do there as well. So, anyways, oh, well, 
All right, guys. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. You're very welcome, Mark. Money. Do you need anything else? Email me. No worries. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Kyle and Texas, hang tight. Gilbert as well. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline line belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Kurt Rogers with Affordable Interest Mortgage. You've heard me for the last eight years on KLZ, and today, my senior reverse mortgage manager of over 16 years, David Olson, has important information on reverse mortgages. Thank you, Kurt. I specialize in reverse mortgages, and as a senior of 75 years and owning a reverse mortgage, we face many precarious financial events. Today, we're facing a 40-year high inflation rate. The words inflation and fixed income are not compatible. How do we protect our financial stability in these difficult times? By having access to an increasing home equity line of credit, where your unused portions grow in value. An income stream for life, just like Social Security. Affordable interest mortgage. Just call 720-895-0500. Join me for a free, no-obligation conversation, your table or mine, and learn how a reverse mortgage can help you. That's 720-895-0500. David Olson. Relieve some of your financial stress in these trying times. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? 
Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Gilbert, what's going on, sir? Hello. How are we doing? Doing well. How about you? Good. What can we do for you, sir? You know, I have a older forerunner and, uh, and that, temp- that sensor for the tire pressure uh-huh. activated. We had gone up to the mountains and we stopped and parked and the set was flashing. So when I got back to town, I checked all the pressure. You can go to discount and they'll do it for no charge. Mm-hmm. And he said it all looks good. Uh, and he took this machine, a small, about the size of a cell phone, and he put it by the valve and he goes, the problem is three of your sensors are bad. The, the batteries are running out. Yeah, yeah, they can sense that. Sure. Yeah. And so, uh, yep. I said, okay. And then he goes, uh, I go, can they be replaced? And he said, oh, yeah, we can take the tire off and get in there and change the battery or whatever it takes. So I said, well, okay. What would that run me? He goes, well, it's $60 per and then $10 to, for each tire to replace it. So it's $50 to replace these sensors. Yep. I thought that was, gosh, I don't remember maybe trying to play tricks on the mind, but I thought years ago they were like, Twenty bucks or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, but I'm you, you can you buy know, you can buy those sensors Napa as well. Yeah. Uh, you and, and that's what they're gonna. You don't replace. Well, some of them you can replace batteries. Most of the time, you take the sensor out, throw it away, put new sensors in it, recalibrate it, and off you go. That's really the way to do it because you might as well just put a new sensor in it when you're at it, which has a new valve stem and everything associated with it, Gilbert. Okay. And Napa sells those, and that's about. I mean, it depends on each vehicle, but that's that's within the range of what they typically run. Now, do you know if there's a way to shut off that flasher? Because all my tires are good. I even checked the spare. I fell for that when I first bought the car after about a year that flashed. And I called the dealer and he goes, check your spare. It's probably your spare, which was low. Mm-hmm. Filled that up and the sensor went off. The light quit flashing. Do you know if there's a way to shut that off? Is there? Can you go in and... Not uh, that I know. Nope. There is not. There is not, huh? Nope. All right. Well, no, thank because you. that's a safety item, and most shops won't even mess with it because, again, it's a safety item. No, no different than, you know, seat oh, belts okay. or airbags would be. Yep. Okay. Well, I'll let you go. I'm next to a hot rod. Here. I'll let you go, Gilbert. Thanks. Enjoy. Have fun with that, by the way. Kyle in Texas, you're next. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah. Good afternoon. How you doing? Good, sir. Hey. Thanks for listening all the way in Texas. 
Yeah, you're welcome. Um, good show as always. Hey, I, uh, I have a question to ask since you have a you seem to have a lot of transmission oriented questions today. So sure. I have one myself. Um, what uh, what's your opinion or your experience with the uh, longevity of dual clutch transmissions as opposed to uh, you know the traditional ones or even uh, the new uh, CVTs? I, I know they have a dry clutch in there. They but, do. Uh, what's do it they, in? Yeah, I was going to say great great question. That depends on the manufacturer and the year of manufacture, Kyle, because yeah. a great concept, and I, I'm a big fan of them, by the way. I think they work tremendous. It's sort of that cross between an automatic, but yet you still have the manual you know, gearbox itself, but it depends on the vehicle and the year of. Right. It'd be a, it'd be a new Kia. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if Kia does their homework on, uh, on those uh, DCTs or not. I don't know. I don't know what key is. I don't know the brand of transmission because you know. Again, most of these companies are not building their own. They're buying them from somebody. Volkswagen. For those of you listening, Volkswagen was really the. I would say the pioneer of getting this particular technology going. Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche. They kind yeah. of started this whole process and. And again, in a way to to save fuel economy and still give a good driving experience at the same time, you know the Germans, Kyle, they're trying to get the best of both worlds. But they were the kind of the pioneer behind that. I don't know who's building Kia's system. Yep, they're not. I'm yeah. sure of that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But uh, you know, I, I test drove. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at buying. It's a it's a compact. Uh, um, uh, utility vehicle, and the trim level that I want has the DCT in it. I uh, I found one on a on a lot and test drove it and you know the, the dcts are lighter and they they transfer more power from the engine to the drivetrain and that's uh, that that uh that vehicle was a rocket and uh i just uh what didn't know what you did as far as maintaining them or the longevity as compared to other transmissions well the the biggest problem is that being a new car it could be a new version so i i wouldn't ha- i don't have any enough information to make a make a good recommendation on that okay to be perfectly right. well, honest with you yeah well I've, I've seen even i've even seen a couple of uh videos on youtube and they there's one in particular that says five things not to do with a direct clutch tr- or a dual clutch transmission you're not supposed to ride them or creep right. up on them that's or, right th- yeah things like that but you don't right. want to you don't want to always have that clutch engaged correct but, uh, yep Anyway, just uh, just wanted to get your opinion on uh, if you had any experience with those in the past. Uh, wasn't Volkswagen's version like a DSG transmission? Yes, DSG yeah. they call them exactly. But it's it basically yeah. that the concept of everybody else, including even what's in you know my new C8 Corvette, all came from that. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. All and, right. and again, well, every one of those has their own little idiosyncrasies. I was trying to read who's building uh, Kias. I I have not. I've still to this, I've been doing this while you and I've been talking. I cannot tell you who's building theirs. Again, it's not, I'm sure it's not their own. Somebody's doing it for them. I don't know who. Yeah, I've, I've tried looking that up and I can't find it. I know that uh, Nissan gets theirs from a company. Most of their transmissions come from a company called Jatco. That's because they own most of, of it. It's kind of hit or miss with their transmissions. And I don't yeah. know about, I don't know. They own like 40% of Jatco is why that's the yep. case with Nissan. Oh, I see. Okay. That's why. All right. Okay. And, and I, again, I don't know who does. And now, I'm not saying that Kia is not doing their own. It's possible, but most most manufacturers today, with the exception of some of the larger trucks where they're doing their own, you know, transmissions. You know, GM and Ford, and even Dodge doesn't build. You know, Ram doesn't do their own. They're buying it from somebody else. 
Um, there are some of the you know all-wheel drive configurations where there's some con- you know there's some collaboration going on. GM is still building some transmission in Ford, uh, but for the most part, Kyle. I would say 80% of manufacturers are buying somebody else's transmission and putting it in. And and the majority of those on the eight speeds are the, uh, I can't think of the name of that transmission right now. Um, the most common eight speed transmission on the market. Asian? It, uh, no. Asian? The other brand. Um, I'll think of it during the break, oh, I'm sure. Uh, um, um, come on, Jeff. Give it, give it to me, Jeff. Give it to me. Anyways, <laughs> there's one company that builds probably 80% of the, of the automatic transmissions out there, Kyle. Oh, okay. I'll All think right. of the name in a minute. ZF. The ZF. There you go. The ZF transmission is is about eighty percent of what's yeah. out there among all manufacturers, Kyle. Oh, okay. So I mean, again, I, I doubt if Kia is building this one themselves. Even though they're getting um, uh, third party transmissions, or most car manufacturers, which which are really assemblers, are they? That's are they all they are. Making, are they still making their own uh, their their own engines for the most part? For the most part, yeah. other than. You know, Ram uses a Cummins. Ford's yeah. doing their own diesel now. Uh, uh, Chevy, of course, GM uses a Duramax, which they own a part of that company, but it's an Isuzu engine. Uh, most of the rest of the gas engine lineup, uh, there's a few exceptions, but for the most part, yeah, the manufacturers do their own engines. Uh, but when it comes to the rest of the car, you're right. They're an assembler now. They're much like AMC was back in the day. They're buying all their components across the board and assembling. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate Great your, question. I appreciate your help. Great question, yep. Kyle. Thank you. Soren, hang tight. We're going to come right back, get the question of the day for you, and then any other uh, calls you guys or any other questions you guys have, we still have lines open. We'll take some more calls, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. In these difficult times, Arvada West Auto & Truck is geared up servicing and maintaining their customers' vehicles. Throughout the COVID disruption, they still manage to keep their staff busy every day. As a reminder, Arvada West Auto and Truck specializes in electrical, climate control, brakes, tune-ups, emission failures, exhaust, steering, suspension, drivability issues, and maintenance services. Come visit or call Arvada West Auto and Truck, 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, 
An oil change? Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. All right, we are back. Jeff Kitty, myself, Larry Unger, of course, answering phones. We appreciate that each week. Yep. And Charlie Grimes answering phones. Soren in Fort Collins, you are next. Soren, what's going on? Uh, I got an answer to the question of the day. Um, the, my dad said the worst vehicle he ever saw was a 90s Cummins, or 90s Dodge 2500. Dodge 2500, okay. Yeah, the engines were good, the trucks were not. Yeah. Hey, Soren, I have a question for you. I have a question for you. How old are you, Soren? Thirteen. Soren, you are quite the kid. I'll give you that. Thank you so much for listening. You're faithful, and I don't know. So why did you start listening to us at age 13? Well, I started listening at about 11, oh. actually. But... You're, a, you're a good man, Soren. Did your, well, you did your folks stuff. make you listen, or did you just start on your own? listen to the radio and I like it so well thank you what are you going to do when you grow up Soren I don't know any thoughts what do you love doing well twerping nothing wrong with that do what you love for a job. It'll you, you, make it go right. real you keep, easy. You keep doing that. Soren, all I'm going to say, I, I appreciate what you're doing. You grow up. You keep doing the right thing. Listen to your folks, and you keep calling in, and we'll keep talking to you. Okay. You're a good Thank man, you. Soren. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. it very much. Nice to find you somebody. You know what? We, I, I like young kids like Soren, and yep. we'll keep building into them. So yep. if, you, if, if Soren's folks are listening, you, you guys have done a good job. You keep doing what you're doing. And I appreciate that very much. Jake and Brighton, you're next. The answer your question on the car, the 49 DeSoto with the fluid drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you know anything about a fluid drive. Yes. Yep. We were just talking about accident. that during the break, Jake. Yeah, well, we were. It didn't have enough guts to slide the wheels, and it had to go. So it worked great and slow, though. There you yep. go. Anyway, the question on a 2004 Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandson's got he uh, got unknown miles on probably I mean as far as the service and the transmission and transfer case okay uh, it's got about a hundred and seventy thousand plus maybe on the engine and the train uh, do you flush would be good enough or do you, what do you think flush isn't going to hurt it unless it's already got a problem 
Uh, it might clean some stuff up, but if it was if it cleans it up and it doesn't work, it was going to have a problem anyway. So, uh, you know, if the fluid's good and red, go ahead and flush it. Shouldn't hurt it. All right. Another thing on the rotors is enough meat on those back in those days. I had enough to could uh, refinish them. Or, nope. Uh, no, not on that one. Put new ones on it. You know, fours are bad. Huh? Yeah, just put new ones. Okay. I anymore. I there's no way you could pay me to refinish a rotor. No. Well, Most of the guys, Jake, in the shops, even I mean, all of us had machines back in the day to resurface rotors and do all that on card brake lays and so on. Most of them sit in the corner collecting dust now. Yeah, it's not. They don't do anything anymore. We don't do them. No. Well, as, as far as that transmission and the, the transfer case would be necessary, or that just uh, maybe. I would service the transfer case too. Yes. Yeah. I would definitely check that transfer case for a leak up on the right hand top corner by the output shaft. It's got a six-five engine. I think that's what three-five. Is it a three-five? Should five, be. It's a five-three. Five-three. Five, a five-six. Five-three. Five-three. A transposer number. It's five-three. Yeah, five-three. Five-three V eight. Three-five. Is that an okay? Oh uh, yeah, great engine. Yeah. Good. Okay, we got something going for him anyway. <laughs> All right. And uh, on an eighteen Tahoe, uh, you have to start from scratch as far as service in it. Just the fluids only, or what about that transmission? That thing you can't do much with them on that eighteen tiles. I don't think. Yeah, I, it, did you just buy it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd go through and service every fluid in it. That way, you know what's gone done. Yep. Start from fresh. You it know what's shows, going on. Yep. It shows thirty-four thousand, but I don't know. I I would just start yeah. from scratch. Start from scratch. Yep. That way, you know what's been done. You got it. So you can do the transmission as. They have to just drain it and fill it. Is that what they do? Flush it. Flush it. Well, it's fluid exchange. Fluid is the best exchange. Way to say it, yeah. yeah. Oh. Say it that way. And that's another exchange. Okay. And when you thirty-four thousand miles, at any point, but that EPR, the cleaner in the engine, the first time. Uh, yeah. As old as it is, yes, I would do that. Okay. And with the oil, just uh, oh, uh, zero twenty and uh, full what synthetic. Full synthetic. full synthetic and good oil filter. Yep. Buy my own because I take it to the dealer and Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you, Jake. Later. Appreciate okay. it very much. No great questions. Tim in Denver, you're next. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, I got an old one Duramax, and you know they've known for their injector problems. Yes. And back under warranty, I did get the left or right side done. Okay. But it's smoking again. But is my my question for you is as long as I put some kind of cleaner, additive, BG, what whatever. It doesn't smoke. Um, am I doing any damage, or should I get those injectors done? I would anyway? get them fixed. The last thing you want is one of them locking up and, and ruining the engine, or not locking up, opening up, staying stuck open is what I'm trying to say. If they stick open and they, they hydrolock the engine, which it can do. In fact, we had a caller, oh, I want to think about three weeks ago, that actually had that exact same thing happening that was actually out now shopping for an engine because of that. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Okay, well, that answered that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If, they, if they're getting the point know. now where they're doing that, yeah, your your days are numbered, and I would have them replaced. Okay, Bosch, uh, the hardened ones, the better. Are are you comfortable with those? Yeah, I no issues with those. Yeah. Okay, cool. And some okay, of those can well, be you, you know so some of those can be rebuilt as you know, but I, I think on that one I just put new ones in it. Yep. 
Okay. No, it sounds good. Well, thank you. You bet, Tim. Appreciate it. Yeah, and not again, not trying to scare anybody, but we did have a caller. I want to say it was maybe it might have been time flies. Could have been a month ago. Uh, that was actually though out shopping for an engine because they had one had gone bad. One had gone bad, and it flooded the cylinder. And when that happens, they can hydro lock, and that's exactly what happened. And it put a rod through the block. And once they do that, then yeah, you're you're done. You're dead in the water. Yeah, you don't even get a core charge back. You, you, yeah, you're, you're. That's a very, very expensive. It, lesson. Yeah, that's an expensive fix, especially on a diesel. Um, by the way, speaking of that, um, and I, you guys all know, I'm not a fan of any kind of a extended warranty because they're just service contracts. They're not warranties um, at all. Anyways, they're just a, they're just a contract. And I was listening on the way home the other night. I don't normally listen to too many commercials, but I'm listening on the way home, and. One of the uh, service contract companies was advertising their quote-unquote blah, 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 blue ribbon warranty. That's what I'm going to call it. I don't know what the name was, but wasn't paying that much attention. But one of the things that caught my ear was the way they started this commercial off was, do you know that an engine replacement could be $4,000? And I'm like, yeah, on a good day, going to the junkyard, finding a used engine, maybe. Not even. I'm like, yeah, it's not even close to being correct. You know, let's let's add a... uh, a one in front of that in a lot of cases, that's at least you know 7500 minimum on most vehicles. And in a lot of cases, folks, it's a $10,000 bill to put an engine in. So as, as we close out the show today, uh, and, I, and I know it's not my listeners. All of you guys, you, you aren't the ones that I need to talk to. But you have friends, family, influence, and people that you talk to. And I've yet to figure out why we still live in a day and age where people run around trying to find the cheapest oil change out there. Because when you realize what, or you think about what an engine cost to replace is, like I just said a moment ago, why are we worried about saving $10, $15, $20 even, and sometimes it's not even that much? You know, Why are we worried about saving a buck on an oil change when the cost of the replacement is, is tens of thousands of dollars? And there is a big difference between going to a fast lube, getting a 99 cent or probably today's world, a $2 oil filter versus having a versus having a you know, full board Napa platinum Napa gold filter and, with all the right synthetic oil and so on. And what I don't understand is they being in the business of changing oil. Why don't they have a premium filter? I don't know. Because they can't do that. And, because they can't be competitive on price if you do that, Jeff. You know that answer. Well, they're not co- competitive on price anyway. Well, they're not, but they we, advertise that they are. That's well, the whole key. They advertise that they are. We were doing oil changes for about one twenty, one forty, when I had the shop. Right. Now that's been what two and a half years right. ago, and, and it's gone up since okay, then. Okay, they're getting for the cheap one almost two hundred dollars. Right. Right. And folks, I'm telling every one of the clients that I that I coach right now in the automotive world to quit stocking standard oil. The majority of vehicles on the road today don't even take it. Factory fill was synthetic. Why would you jump back over to a blended or a regular oil non-synthetic? So folks, again, just a little tip there towards the end as we close things out. Uh, no, engines cost far more than that $4,000 figure that was in this commercial. Shows you, by the way, how out of touch 
this particular warranty company or extended service contract company really is. So myself, Jeff Kitty, we're going to sign off. Larry Unger again answering phones. Thank you, Larry, very much. Charlie Grimes also. Don't forget, we will be back September 10th. We'll be out at the car show over at the VFW off of 100th and Old Wadsworth. Uh, you'll be listening to the radio. We'll have some commercials running, you know, some spots running that week, making sure you all know that we will not be here next week because of Labor Day weekend. So all of you have a great, fantastic Labor Day weekend next week. We'll be back the week after at that car show. So, guys, have a great evening, great afternoon, I should say. We'll be back Monday for Rush to Reason right here on KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.